Hold on real quick, Trey. Um, so we're kind of like all over the place right now. Mel, what do you think about like, I mean, you grew up in Hartford County, though you're not here right now and you seem like everything that's been kind of like going on. Uh, how do you feel about, cause I mean, also like what is going on even in like your city? Cause you're out there in Florida right now. I know like it's kind of crazy with like the coronavirus and everything like that, but what's been going on out there for you? I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I've kind of just been on edge lately, and I had a talk with my friend yesterday, because he's like, so do you know when we're going back to school? I was like, I don't care anymore, I'm just kind of content with being online, and he was like, why? I didn't give him an answer, but low-key, I was like, because you think that during this quarantine, people would, you know, be learning a new skill, like maybe learn how to cook properly with seasoning or learn how to dance with rhythm. People are showing their privilege Mm. and they, I'm not racist. I have one black friend who accepts me. And it's just like, y'all are really showing yourselves and I am okay with spending the rest of my time at school being online so that way I don't have to be in the same room as you and just know deep down inside you'll see me as just a token for you and it's and it is sad to think about it like that but it is the truth and I feel like I can't talk about it with people like I remember there was this protest that happened and these two girls that were in my class I know exactly who they are and they were there for like five minutes just to take selfies and then left after five minutes just and and it it was like Oh, hold on real quick. And just to say that, trust me, when I say that pisses me off, Annika hates that crap. Um, Trey hates that crap. Josh himself, I barely saw him pull his phone out when we were getting baptized by the ice bucket challenge on that Friday when we got rained out. Yo, if I see more, if I see more phones and posters, don't come out. Yeah. And so, yeah. And side note, Joshua had to finish his homework. So that's why he, you haven't heard from him. No, that's fine. You good. And he didn't want to be rude and interrupt the flow of the conversation. But it was one of those moments of like, if I see you again, do not approach me. If we are in the same class, do not ask me to help you with a project. Do not ask me to hang out with you outside of the walls of school because I will not be your token to alleviate the guilt you have of your privilege that you still will not acknowledge that you have. You don't get to hashtag Black Lives Matter if you're not willing to stand with your Black friend when they could possibly be in danger. You don't get to hashtag Black Lives Matter, if you stay there for five minutes and then you go party afterward, because it's like at the end of the day, they're still black and they still have to live with that fear. But you don't know that. And you probably don't want 
to learn that. And what baffles me even more is that I have a professor who I will not name drop just out of respect for my school, but the fact that he is co-signing that and no, saying- No, you know what? Like, and if you're saying- Go ahead and drop if, it. You, if you're saying he's co-signing bigotry, we blacklisten everybody, like for real, so. But it's like, he was one of those like, I'm not racist. I made a film about a black child hang, playing with a white child and they eventually got married. And I was like, one name, film. I need, name and, I need name and social media for that. Go ahead. And I was we, like, bump, that bump was, these people's jobs. I was like, that was one film out of your whole entire career. You made one film where it was like that. Just because you make one film like that does not mean you have a reservation at the table. Right. Like, okay, did you use that film for any good? Did you film what it was like for that black person, that black party of that marriage after they were married? Did you film what it was like for their white counterparts? No, you, you, and the thing was, they show them as kids and yeah. then fast forward as adults. And right. like, everybody was just basically sucking up to him like, oh, that was so inspiring. I'm like, y'all are lying. No, if you want to know a film that talks about the struggles of interracial relationships, watch Jungle Fever by Spike Lee, because literally, you see both sides of it. You see how people on that side were hating on the Italian woman and the Italian woman hating on the black guy. That's a real representation of what it is like to be in an interracial relationship and people are not okay with it. Yep. So, no, I don't think that was a great film that will, and his whole thing was just like, I want this film to erase racism. I was like, no, no, you're not going to erase racism with one film. Can I say something to that real quick? I'll let you also catch your breath. Look here, my allies. <laughs> um Okay, I don't know how to describe it. We don't need to be protesting. We shouldn't even have to. Just keep it a bean for a second. And when I keep saying that, my protest is existing. My protest is preserving black lives. My protest is uplifting my community. My protest can be literally from my bedroom, reading a Bible, praying for my black community. I don't need and shouldn't have to be in these streets, mind you. Just because you out there using these BLM hashtags and you listening to our rap music and your white little brothers and sisters are dancing to our songs on TikTok. You're not down, yo. Like this is, you need, I need more than that, yo. I need donations for this, for our movement. When I say the movement for the war, I need you to amplify black voices. I don't need you speaking up for us. Yep. Like, and that, and you know, and I love, I love, he's not on here tonight, but I love what Ben always says. It is not our responsibility to speak for our black brothers and sisters, but because of our privilege and our platform, it is our duty to listen. Yes. Thank you, Josh, is to listen and amplify. We need to get these voices out. So Thanks. that's, that's why Benny gives an extra scoop as well. Like I keep love saying, Ben. I, <laughs> I kind of co go co of what I was saying about the celebrities. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give and when I'll give you that and and but and, and go off, bounce off of that. 
is even though Jay-Z, he one, he's never been like a social media person, but Jay-Z was the one that talked to the governor of Minnesota that said, nah, let the attorney general handle this. Like he he himself was like, nah, nah, bro. After that video, nah, you gotta get the attorney general on that. Um I don't know what we'll get into that later. When I say we'll get into that later, because that's an interesting subject, but keep going, Mel. But it's like, and, and then going back to the whole, oh, you're not on social media speaking up about it, so you obviously don't care. It's like, first of all, I'm taking a break from social media so that way, mentally, I can function. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm no good to anyone, let alone myself, if I'm not good mentally. Just because I'm not talking about it on social media does not mean I don't care. I do things behind the behind the scenes. I attend things behind the scenes. But the difference between I and other people is I don't need validation showing I care. So it is just like I'm not willing to die for a couple of likes on Instagram. I'm not willing to die for a retweet. I'm willing to, I am content with going out there and, and it's like, if it's my time to go, it's my time to go. And I'm okay with it because I know that I got died for a good cause, but not even that and kind of bounce off of that all these christians that are out here shook in your pews look here man jesus died in his early 30s you know why he died in his early 30s he did everything he was supposed to do so but yeah kind of what off mel was saying i really want to go i don't i mean um you saying like you are doing things like behind the scenes you know you're not doing this for the clout you're doing this because you genuinely, you're, this is your movement. You know what I mean? Like, um, we've had a couple people trying to harp over here on uh, Casper. Um, we had a white girl ask Casper, where's your poster? Oh. Whew. And Casper goes, my poster? My skin color? You mean the fact that I'm black in America? that is my damn poster. He didn't say damn. He didn't. But he goes, that is my poster. Like his literal existence is his protest. These white people are trying to get bold. There was one the other day at a Cecil protest that we were at that tried to correct me and him. A person of color and a black person. They were trying to correct us when we were trying to talk about slavery together and having a moment where I was trying to talk to him about a certain thing and a white person tried to come up and correct us. Yeah, and I can recall this one time at school where I don't even remember what the conversation was, but I just remember somebody saying, oh my gosh, why are you so Black Panther about this? And I just looked at them and I was like, because unlike you, I am not okay with shucking and jiving for master. So that way I can hopefully maybe eat in the kitchen of where I am serving you. 
I am okay if you are uncomfortable. I am okay if you don't understand my struggle, but I would respect you more if you try to understand it. But the fact that you don't want to understand it is like, then I know what you are about. But again, do not ask me to ever work in the industry mm-hmm. because I would rather struggle and try to do things morally correct as opposed to selling my soul for maybe a name drop. And I think that is the problem with going to an art school. It's like people just want to be this and this and this and this, but it's like you lose yourself morally and ethically. And it's like, I can't do that. I cannot keep trying to be so, I guess, vanilla. So that way people are comfortable with what I'm talking about. And it's like, it's like, this is an art school. So you say we're supposed to express ourselves, but at the same time, you're saying, I can't talk about this. So it's one or the other. Mm. Yeah. And I remember I had to turn in an essay the other day about what city do I want to live in after graduation? And I said, Atlanta. And I was like, should I say what I want to say in this essay? Or do I want to say what I think she wants to hear? So I said, I want to go to Atlanta because there is more representation of Black people and it allows Black people to tell a story and offers more opportunity as opposed to going to maybe somewhere like LA where the population of white people is through the roof and maybe that person will get a minor role but no speaking lines. It kind of reminds me of when um, Blackout Tuesday was the big trend of the week. And, um, you know, a lot of, uh, and I'm going to be honest, like I I posted a Blackout Tuesday thing as well. But there were a lot of people that haven't been out in the streets, haven't been um, actively listening, actively participating in these movements, but they decide to post Blackout Tuesday thing for the clout or for to make them feel better and it's just you can't you can't do that that's just wrong on so many levels um one thing that I noticed when it came to actually that trend that was going on okay so I don't know if anybody else heard about this during Blackout Tuesday um I think that was if I'm not mistaken that was June 2nd if I'm not mistaken I think that's um, but Okay, so Blackout Tuesday, you know, the point of Blackout Tuesday was not only are we not, you know, streaming like movies and music and YouTube, but we're also not supposed to buy from like marketplaces. And then one of the little things I asked, and one of my artists, one of my artists that I'm acquainted to, and I've actually interviewed on this podcast, he said, stop using the BLM hashtag for Blackout Tuesday because we can't see what's happening on in the streets y'all are flooding the um y'all are flooding the algorithms with this so i was getting resistance reaching out to other people i was like hey um it was mostly the allies i was like 
hey, um, remove the B. I was just going down my social media. I said, remove the BLM hashtag, put Blackout Tuesday or time to unplug something else. You don't, it doesn't even need a hashtag. It's a black square. Mm -hmm. The point is we're not even supposed to be technically using social media, but because I'm an activist, I have to stay on top of the stuff like this. But I had some little, had a child of God, <laughs> had a child of God was just like, you're taking this too seriously. I'm like, I did it. I just blocked them. Like I, they bought merch for me. They've come to my shows. I just blocked them because for me, it was like, <clears throat> I don't think you can take this too serious. Exactly. And I've had to cut ties with a few people, um, you know, that I go to college with and they're just trying to tell me that, well, um, these people are kind of overreacting and they shouldn't be doing this. They shouldn't be doing that. But it's like, what, how is it your place? Why is it, why or how is it your place to tell these people how they should be reacting? They, you're not, you're not the one facing injustice. You know, you should be actively listening. You should be part of the movement, but don't tell these people how their voices should be heard. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, brother. I want to talk about Morgan Freeman, you know. Oh my video. god. Go I, I want to know how much he got paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to I want to know everything because there's no way in HEWI sticks that he haven't went through anything, especially by him being and looking old for the last 200 years. There's no way that that man going to sit up and say there ain't no racism and all that. I wish, really wish that him and what's her name, Jane Elliott, can sit down so she can just expose him. You know, because I think you have a lot of white people that's going against the Black Lives Matter movement. Is cheering on just because a black man said that, and it's not, and 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 then they get even more blind to what's happening when I, Uncle Ruckus comes out and say something like that, you know? Let's talk about that for a second, actually, and not just the subject of Morgan Freeman, because this is, uh, this is probably, when I say this is my biggest reservation is the fact that, you know, if like, I just think how narcissistic and dangerous it is to use a black face to push the white supremacy agenda so it can affirm the bias of this war and it makes me it literally makes me mad enough that i want to fight somebody because and i'm just keeping it a being with y'all like i've I've had people like I've kirked out on them. Like they like, didn't you hear what Candace Owens said? I don't give, I, I, you know, they gonna have to kill me, grandma. I'm, I'm not their slave. Like that, that's just where I'm at right now. Like I, I, I was very disappointed when I saw that with Morgan Freeman, but I was even more overjoyed when Stevie freaking wonder who doesn't even have eyesight. Yes. Like I have more vision than your 2020. Mm-hmm this is a problem mm-hmm. like and i just think that's so one disrespectful disrespectful narcissistic 
insensitive. And just because it's a black face don't make it it's not racism and don't mean they're not um enforcing white supremacy. Go ahead, brother Trey. Um if you ask me, it really comes down to what they are worshiping. When you speak, when when evil is being spoke upon, like people talking about evil, and you come and say, oh, there's no evil because it never happened to me, then you have to be worshiping what you're receiving, and that's money. You see he narrates shows as talking about different religions and t- uh, different gods and actually acting like a god and all these uh, TV shows and networks want to use him to narrate. I 100% believe that's what he's worshiping, that what he's putting first because there's no way in hell that that man that's been living for 200 years have never <laughs> experienced <laughs> being prejudiced. You talk about Morgan or, Freeman or before racism. or after the dots? Yeah, I think he always had them. I think you know sometimes if you don't wash his face, they they just right there or something like that. But for for that man to worship that money that bad to where you give up your own people, I, I think it's sad. I, I think it's real sad and and I'm gonna I'm a pray for him because it's evil Little Wayne too I want to roundhouse him I, I want to feed him vegetables so he can be unhigh some light you know that I just think yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just like it. I said I keep going back to how like insensitive that is yo like it's like for me, like for me, especially like if it's somebody I care about and I consider family and they try to send me a freaking Candace Owens video or the what are them, them Uncle Tom and Timmy, the, the twins, the black twins, yo, they piss me off, yo. And those going around, yeah. It's- I can't stand these dudes, yo. I used to like them so much until... Oh, man. Go ahead. I'm sorry, bro. I do, but like for me, like it's just... I gotta be careful because I actually get like pretty emotional with it when it comes to this. Like I actually like tears actually come up, but like for me, it's just like, it's no different than like if somebody's getting like mugged and you're like, just walk by and you'll be like, you know, you already, you, you, you know, you see, you saw it happen. You saw how it initiated. And the fact that you start talking about this guy's past and everything besides that, besides the fact that he was brutalized and victimized, like it just, it literally makes me sick. Like, I I lost when I I didn't really have much respect for Candace Owens, but I lost every little respect for me. Anybody that's even on that ride, yo. Minute you start talking to me about what what was in George Floyd's system, yo, that had nothing to do with him getting killed, yo. 
like that that's why like when i've been getting like my medium rare chicken rants yo it's just like yo take your cross off when it comes to me especially with christians if you even if the first thing you mention is well he had fentanyl in the system and he had a record of was that why the police were called did he deserve to die i know but so. first off christians need to take that mouth off their subject and when i say that first off that's above my pay grade I don't get to decide who deserves to live and who deserves to die. I have to say Black Lives Matter because in my whole life, I felt like it hasn't. But ain't up to me. It ain't up to me. The, the textbook I read in my, my moral compass and my beliefs, I have no... That's sacrilegious to even say who deserves to die. I don't care if they were wrong or right. That ain't up to me. But that wasn't the reason that the cops was called. Don't tell me about this man's rap sheet because... It, Nah, yo, it just like that. That's devil. That's the devil's lips. Like when you be speaking that, yo, that that. And me and Trey talked about this this weekend. So it just go ahead, Trey. It's all right, brother. Go all right. You need to get this off. <laughs> it's it really boggles my mind, yo. I and remember the screenshots that I sent you. Mm-hmm. I'm going back and back and forth with these why people that claim that they are Christians, especially that dude that you looked up that um, raises over there in London and he got a scripture on his bio. I'm still doing some digging. I got a lot. I got to put, I got to make sure I got, I shine my nails before I put them in the coffin, but (laughs) we looking into it. That's, that's what's up. I appreciate, I appreciate it. For these people to be in my inbox to continue and they really have in their mind that all this stuff is going on because of Democrats. I had to say, honey, white supremacy go on both parties. It's not about a party thing. It's the evil thing. And if for you to sit up there and claim that you Christian, you should be, be able to see. But you're blind yourself because you're supporting the movement when you don't speak up on it. It's sad that I literally had to argue and argue and argue and you want to tell me that I'm, I'm blind and stuff go ahead hold up you supposed to say that <laughs> I know that but can we just and this is I, Joshua Josh I don't know your spiritual beliefs Mel I do know yours yeah so I have I was raised Catholic and uh I'm sorry yeah I know but <laughs> so <laughs> actually I, I was involved with it for a while. You ride into that Halo music then. Yeah. Oh. I always felt like I was at someone's funeral. It just felt so depressing. But the, the reason I bring that up is because I don't care what translation of Bible you read, God was not a Republican or a Democrat. Mm-hmm. Preach, brother. That's Speak it. up on it. Like, because both parties is trash. They both, mm-hmm. con- they both, couldn't contradict with my faith or moral compass in some way so i can't fully subscribe to either one of them i can only submit to the gospel that's it but for a christian to literally sit there and tell me democrats are the problem with this country no 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 (laughs) everybody that's the problem with the two-party system in america you know and i'm i'm a hardcore democrat myself but i still see problems within um the party itself and um, just the amount of uh, representation for the black community within the party. And um, it's problematic. And it's not, not all conservatives are racist, not all Democrats are racist, but 
the system is and um it it's a problem the two-party system just does not does not work for the people and i'm independent mm -hmm. <laughs> i i was going to be independent but after after 2016 i just couldn't bring myself to do it is is more so of being on the side of being i i like to joke and say like government property <laughs> and then so being on people, the side of can, can i kind of give you a backstory on mel real quick so mel was in the military for three years three. i think it was so yeah. she was in the military for three years thank um, you for your service um for people that don't know you know when you into the military and i'm actually working on releasing this episode right now after i'm finishing up the one that me and trey shot with um my little sister and marie um one of the subjects we talked about, Josh, is what people don't know when they sign up for these things, when they sign up for the military, that they sign away 90% of their rights. Mm -hmm. yeah, so like, half the time, they can't even tell you what their political party is, let yeah. alone your thoughts on the system that you are property of. But go ahead. I just wanted to say that because, you know, give give Josh a little um, preface and everything like that. Yeah, because usually when I say I was government property, they're like, what? And so it makes sense if you were in. But um, so, yeah, being on that side and then being a civilian again, it's like. It, it, it's a little like. I don't know how to describe it, because it was like when I was in, it was like, I can't ever talk about like political movement movement like black lives matter i can't say i don't like trump because he's a terrible president because they're like well that's your boss so you know in the event that like he might get assassinated you better take a bullet for him and i'm like but would he take a bullet for me though like riddle me that so but yeah like when and then being on the side of being a civilian again when I do say things about the military and then I always have that one person that's like, you're being disrespectful. There's a lot of people who lost their lives. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that you were there with me that day swearing in. I, I don't recall seeing you sign your name at the bottom of that contract. I, I'm sorry. But it was just like, I lived that life. I gave up my rights to speak so you can speak as well so always think about that when you want to judge someone who is a veteran and wants to tell their side of the story that they're being disrespectful I'm like you didn't have to give up your rights to speak i did so humble yourself before yeah. you come at me like that 